Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, it's back, and that's right, the podcast that goes with it's back as well. Football's back everybody, so uh, the uh, you can't see the forest for the tease boys, come out of retirement to bring you all the updated football news. Uh, if you're not checking us out on YouTube, please do, because this one's got a video, um, and you know, it's uh, it's nice to, to check out videos and YouTube and things like that. While you're there, you could just subscribe. That'd be super cool. And uh, we would appreciate it. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast. You can't see the forest for the teas. Live. Live. So it used to be that, didn't it? Yeah, back in the day. It's not been for ages. I know. No, because I learned how to line up sound waves, so I didn't need it anymore. Before you know it, we'll be doing zombie casts. If only. Zombie casts became hugely popular around about the time a certain pandemic kicked off. (laughs) Maybe people were looking for tips. It is funny re-watching like Walking Dead, knowing what you know is happening at the moment. It's quite funny when you watch it. Anyway, is it meant, is it meant as a comedy? <laughs> Walking Dead? No. <laughs> no, it's not. No, no. It's good though, watch it. Never been interested by it at all. Me neither, but probably since our last football podcast, watched nine seasons of it. I know, absolutely came. It's good. So, uh, who's who's going to lead us off? Why are we here? It's been uh, it's been a while since we three kings gathered. Well, since 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 we last spoke, I believe we've had over a hundred days where there was no English football. That's not that's not even usual, like for the the break, is it? No, because 100 days is three and a half months near enough, isn't it? Yeah. So, well, because you'd never have... Because even at the end of the season, you've still either got playoff games to get through, or... Yeah. And Champions League now runs into... Start of June. Start of June, and and you're back... Yeah. Well, back in July, if you count in Europa League. Well, pre-season games sometimes kick off late June, don't they? Early July and stuff. So you'd only... (laughs) You're normally not going more than, say, six to eight weeks. But I think it, it, it was exactly 100 days. I'm sure they I'm sure they did that so they could say that. But, yeah, Probably. 100 days it was, wasn't it? It was a long 100 days as well, let's put it that way. Yeah. Are you, are you pleased well, with the result? Although, saying that, which we'll come to, it could have been 100 days more and I probably wouldn't have been that bothered. So. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be interesting to find out what... Um, what those predictions we made all those weeks ago right were. let's let's kick off with that then shall we let's 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 start as we mean as we mean to go on we'll just dive straight back in with the borough and the forest coverage let's go for what did we predict was going to be the score in the borough swansea game and the wednesday forest game andrew yeah. go 
you want to take Wednesday Forest first? I, I suspect we've got more to talk about with the Forest Forest. Right, yeah, but if, we, if you want to do it, if you want to play that way, James, that's fine. That's fine. Okay, so, in uh, the Sheffield versus Nottingham Forest game, Paul Williams uh, kicked us off with uh, a nil one. Do you want goal scorers? When you say nil one, was that Sheffield Wednesday nil Forest one? Hmm. So How close. fucking close. So close, Paul. Right, so we'll, we'll come to that when we go through the details, but... Um, I probably would have gone for Grodden. Absolutely. James Panas, nil two. Not as close as Paul. I'd uh, like to think that I went for Grodden and Lolly. Half of them you did. Uh, Lolly and Carvalho. And my good self, I uh, I mirrored Mr. Well, I didn't mirror. I went with the same as Mr. Panas, nil two, with a grabbin and a lolly. So turns out Paul got very confident. Got less points than anyone. So none of us were confident that um, Wednesday were even going to get on the score sheet. Mm. No. And yeah, it's just. It just dawned on me who got the goal. Oh, did you not know? I forgot. Do do you know the results? Have you have you done your research? I have not done any research. I'm afraid. Okay. So, so Forrest took the lead with a a Joe Lolly goal. They held that lead until I believe it was the ninety fourth minute when Sheffield Wednesday equalised. Ooh. So yep. as I say, Paul nearly got Paul nearly got all the points. One all then. None of the points. Can't, I couldn't tell you when, I don't know Wednesday scores, so um Paul Manor. Oh, not that it really matters because we none of us thought Wednesday get a goal, so No. Um, points good to have it for the year, for the sort of you know for the record. Yeah. Points for me and you there, James. Nothing else. Yeah. Oh dear, the Wednesday goal was scored by Connor Wickham. I didn't even know he was at Forest. Oh, yeah. uh, Wednesday. Now you've said it. I remember. So, Wickham. Yeah. Oh, God, does that mean we have to go to the uh, event at the Riverdance, then? Indeed, the other football that was predicted way back, all the way back, uh, was in fact... What did did we each pick? uh, So, Middlesbrough versus Swansea. Uh, Your good self, Mr Williams, you uh, had a draw, 1-1. Do you want your goal scorers? Would be uh, I'll probably have gone for either Wing or Fletcher, I think. Nope. Oh, was this back when I was like picking sort of nonsense players to score? Is it, it was. Hayden Coulson? No, Tavernier. Oh. Uh, and I think there's a fair chance you went for Brewster. 
there's a very high chance you went for Brewster. Uh, James Panas, classic, classic 2 1. To the Borough. To the apparently. What are you thinking? You decided Rudy was going to step up. Oh, yeah, uh, Rudy was scoring before lockdown, wasn't he? And there was also going to be a classic wingy banger. And right. now this is this is where me being silly and writing silly things down doesn't help when I have to read it back. I'm guessing the person was Ayu? Yeah, A-A-Y-E-W, but I'm assuming you haven't put it down as that, have you? No. Have you put A-R-E-Y-U? Nope. He's put Ayo. Nope. I put <laughs> I-U. <laughs> Still managed to read it back, okay. Uh, and myself... Um, apparently I, I decided that Middlesbrough was doing well at the time and went with a 1-0 with a classic wingy banger. So to be fair, the last game before the lockdown they did win. So in theory they were in form. Why do, why do I get the feeling so they were more in form for this game? Annoyingly, because obviously I wouldn't know the score, I know that Paul's pulled it back in this result. No, I haven't. Got Brewster. So I got one point. Well, I don't think me and Andy got any points. Well, are you scored the penner? Did he? Yeah. And you know, I knew I knew Brewster got two, but I, I didn't realise I got the other one. So have I won? What was the score? The result for the eagle-eyed amongst you that might have been able to work out that because Brewster scored twice and RU scored once. 3 0. Middlesbrough 0, Swansea 3. Was it, and that was it was 3 after half hour? It was 3 0 after 34 minutes. <laughs> I, did, I, did, I did get a fairly frustrated text off Paul at one point. Okay, now. Seriously, on the radio they were just saying, literally, like, without without exaggeration, it could have been five at half time. Absolutely appalling. And I was joking with some uh, some friends who were all Borough fans before the game, and I was saying, "Oh, what, what's what's an acceptable score here? Anything under three? Lol. What 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 scoreline would have kept a certain Jonathan Woodgate his job? Nil nil. I don't think, to, to be honest, to be honest, James, I don't think it was the result that, that ended up doing for him. I think it was the fact that they just looked absolutely lost. Yeah. There was no, no shape, no discipline, nothing. Like it was just like. It's, do you know what? Just, I think he picked eleven players and just said, "Go out and just basically have a kick about." I think it's a bit harsh after one game because when you look at like a lot of the Premier, because obviously like Division Division One Championship have only played one game so far, but the. The first round of Premier Games was dog shit as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think you've got to give like that, that that first game to break back into it. Yeah, but not when you've only won nine games all season. But you went into lockdown in a really big He's not. He's not been sacked based on the one result against Swansea, has he? He's been sacked based on the fact that he hasn't got results all season. So obviously, we're jumping ahead slightly here. So yeah. 
in case anyone wasn't aware, um, that was so that was Jonathan Woodgate's final game in charge of Middlesbrough, as he's now been sacked. Strange enough, though, apparently he's still within the club. What? Apparently they want to keep him on. They want to keep him on the staff. They just haven't role for him yet. It's not. It's not a Jason Garrett situation, is it? Where it, where he just he just turned up for work the next day and they were like, didn't didn't we fire you yesterday? He's like, yeah, but I've got work to do, so you know, I'm I'm in. It's like, it's not how it works, mate. They, they, they're not going to be like, oh, he just needs a break and we'll just like you know have him again in another year's time or something. Like he just needs. Wasn't wasn't the last conversation about this about how it was going to cost too much money to fire him? Well, that, that's what I thought. I thought they wouldn't get rid of him because it would cost so. At the start of the season, I think he gave him a three or possibly even a four-year contract. And obviously, to to terminate his contract, you have to you have to agree you have some to buy him out. Severance plan. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you either have to pay him off for the full three years, or you're about or that are agreed some sort of settlement. But I obviously, don't understand that you know. If that. he's been well, if someone if someone was shit at our work, they'd get fired. We won't pay him for like another three years. Yeah, but if you think about it, we don't sign a specific detail. We don't sign a specific year of contract, do we? We just got like a rolling contract. I know what Andy's thinking. I know what you're thinking, but yes, I know what Andy's thinking as well. Sure on that one, James. Sure about that. Uh, Totally. Sure. What else is that? But yeah, but yeah. The 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 point is, is that like obviously it's different when you sign a contract for a specified amount of time. Yeah. There's something in the water up northeast, isn't there, about these long contracts? I mean, I know it's not an eight-year Pardew contract, but four years for Woodgate in his first in his first managerial job. It, might, a bit to be fair, it might have only been it might have only been three. I might have, I, admit, I might have plucked the four out of like thin air. Three, three still. It's that's a not risk. first job, is it? Not, you know that. You know what? Job. You would have thought that it would have made more sense to have said to him, "Listen, we'll give you." We'll give you two years. Well, I'd have just gone with one with another op- with an option or something. Well, but apparently, so they did that with. So Robbie Keane was only given a year, and he was one of his coaching staff. Because apparently he's gone because he said that well, the contract was running out at the end of the season anyway. So I'd have only I've, I've I'd have only been here till the end of June, as it There's was. No point working so with no point in sticking around like another month. Yeah, I think that's basically what he was saying. So, so Robbie Keane's gone, but the other two of the coaching staff have stuck around, which are both that goalie, goalie coach. Yeah, he's he's the character, isn't he? Yeah. Well, anyway, I was talking, oh, wow. um, so so replacement presumably. That came at the same time as the second, so presumably already lined up before they fired. Yeah, this is this has all been covered. So, so in the press conference that the uh, the gentleman who took over did, uh, it's all come out that uh, he'd spoken to Steve the night before, so he could drive up from Cornwall because that's where he lives. I was going to say, so that's, that's a nice eight-hour eight eight yeah. journey. Or something like that. So. So he's obviously like called him in the middle of the day because I can't see him making the drive at night. So, did you see that? This is exactly what happens. So back in the day when they sacked Stra- uh, when they sacked Southgate back in two thousand and 
2009, 2010 maybe, um, Strachan was in, like within days of him getting sacked. Mm. And it was a case of like, do, do had, you, had you spoken to Steve Gibson before um, before Southgate was sacked? And he was like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to betray any confidentiality or anything like that. But yeah, I'd spoken to him when Southgate was still employed. Um, so, yeah. I think it's just, I think it's a contingency plan more than anything else to like, to, or like speak to somebody to agree something before. The, at least Northwood, he's been fired and Collins taken over, right? You imagine that at the end of the, the start of this season, Martin. So we had two press conferences. Martin O'Neill's been fired. Seventeen minutes later, oh yeah, we've now hired this guy. But it wasn't done <laughs> at the was, same time. It was two separate. That events. was pretty funny. But. He's just got another two years, I think, um, added on. Because he, 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 I think they've only done him on a one year, right? Yeah. Well, that bit. Unless it's someone that you're absolutely guaranteed is going to work out. Mm. I don't see why, in this current climate, I don't see how any club is employing a manager for more than a year at a time. It just doesn't make any sense. Because you're going to end up shooting yourself in the foot. I know you want the security, like you don't want someone to come and poach the manager, but. There's, there's surely got to be ways around it and stuff like that. But like, especially like, especially the lower down the, like the league structure you go, you can't have like League Two sides and League One sides giving out like four year manager contracts because they'll just get that. That's it. How how much managerial poaching goes on though? You you hear more about yeah, managers about being as as fired job, as soon as one job becomes available, someone has to step up and fill that job, don't they? So the the, the saying goes. Is that when you when you get a new role, it's very it's very like very few times you step into a role where the team's doing well. Yeah, well, as you you man who went to Stoke and then ended up going back to the club he left to go to Stoke. Who was that? Nathan Jones. Yeah. So he's gone back in that loop. Yeah. But Luton were like flying eye, like properly flying eye in League One at that well, time. They won League One, but he'd left before they won it, though, didn't they? Yeah, he, he, they were they were leading League One when he went to Stoke, and then obviously they got promoted to the same division as Stoke. They got promoted. Stoke didn't go up. Um, he shat the bed at Stoke, so Stoke replaced him with the the Northern Ireland boss, Michael O'Neill. And then he's basically just gone back to loop. So, so yeah, to answer your question, I, I think it probably happens more than you might think, Andy. I mean, I, as far as I was aware, it was just sackings left, right, and centre. I can't say I've ever heard a conversation along the lines of so and so was poached from X club to go to Y club. Well, you'll always see, like, so say, if a Premier League team's struggling, unless they bring in an experienced person, more often than not, they'll look to a team that's doing well in the Championship and they try and get their manager if they can afford it. So that's, and you'd class that as, like, poaching the manager, because yeah. obviously they've had, to pay a, they've had to pay a severance or, like, a compensation fee to get him. And I think it depends on the reputation of that manager because I'm quite surprised that Bielsa still leads, if I'm honest. Because he comes with, quote, pedigree, doesn't he? Yeah, 
but if you think about it, he's 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 in a position where he doesn't he's not doing it for the money, is he? He's doing it. No. He's doing it for the challenge. Yeah. So he's, he's, he's been sold. He's been sold a vision at Leeds, hasn't he? Clearly. So. Well, yeah. He's he's been he's been sold on the. It's what's the word? The project. Yeah. Leeds is the project for him, isn't it? So he'll be doing that until he gets them promoted, which will probably be in about three games time or whatever. I don't know if I, I don't know if, I don't mind Leeds as much as you. Right. So and, and, and I'd like to see Leeds in the Premier League because they're a they're, they're a better club for the Premier League than a Bournemouth or a Brighton. As it turns out, well, it turns out I still maintain that Villa are a good Premier League team. They look like they're going to shit it as well. But whilst, whilst it, I don't debate it, it's not it's not the club that I have a problem with. Oh, it's, it's the supporters. In the, in the same way that I don't have a problem with Liverpool as a team, I have a problem with the fact that Liverpool supporters are just on 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 mass just. So it's basically there's three sets of supporters that are just universally stupid and just irritating. I'm wondering where his third one is here. Leeds, Liverpool, Newcastle fans. They go on about this big club mentality. They haven't won anything for 60 years. Tell you what, they get that bloody shake who's got 300 times more than the Man City shake or whatever. They'll be winning something soon. Yeah, but it keeps getting shot down, doesn't it? I know. Is he? Is it? Is it? The only Premier League team who currently hasn't offered any kind of reduction or refund of season tickets. Well, um, Matt was saying the other day. Apparently, Forest have, uh, have asked the fans to forego any refund on the season tickets that weren't like that they haven't been able to use for the games. So the team doesn't fall foul of the financial fair play regulations. The first I've heard. But you've just reminded me that in May we were supposed to start building that other state. Oh, the stand was supposed to start in May. Oh, yeah. But I've not thought about what's happening with that. Because they were having to relocate. I mean, now would be the time, to be fair, because the worry was that they're having to relocate a load of season ticket holders and where did they put them? Because they were going to be, like, building it. I think it was starting in May and we're going to take about six months, so you'd, you'd lose you'd lose some of next year's. So was was the whole point that they're going to knock the whole stand down? They're knocking down... So the opposite one to where we went, so the Peter Taylor stand, yeah. the shed, as it were, knocking all that down. And also, do you remember that... Where we were to the left, which is Bridgeford End, only half of that end is double tier. Hmm. So they were going to make that all double tier and then into a... Oh, okay. Use, yeah, so it's like just tidy it up. And I think that was going to push it from 30,500 to 38,000 or something. I think. Yeah, so, well, I mean, that sort of works, doesn't it? So. And, and, we, and we sell a lot of season tickets and we get fairly consistently high... Um, attendances, so you, you'd think that we'd be able to kind of like put the people in those uh, extra seats. Me. But uh, yeah, obviously, there's, there's always a way. There's always a way around it. In there, they're probably just assuming that we don't reduce the away, away capacity or something. Like that. 
Yeah, assuming that we don't go up, 38,000 won't be that high when West Ham drop into Championship next year with 60,000 seat a stadium or whatever they've got. <clears throat> Can you imagine that? I can remember the last time West Ham got relegated. What do you mean? Well, it's just, it, it's not that long ago, is it? 2012 or something? Well, to be honest, I thought it was a bit further away back than that. Kind of yeah, because they were down like they were down about seven or eight seasons ago, and then they won, and then they won the playoff final. Because whenever they, whenever they've got relegated, they've only won the playoff final to go back up. They haven't, they haven't got automatic either time they've been relegated. So, mm-hmm. oh, what are we drinking, Paul? Anything good? That is a juice. Ah, uh-huh. sadly not a wanky. Same thing anyway, for the weekend. What happens for the weekend? Dude, it's too fucking warm. Too fucking warm to be drinking today. I swear, oh. this is like my this is like my sixth pint of like juice of the day or something like that. Need to go get checked for diabetes, Paul. No, Jim. It's just really warm. Yeah. This is the first time I've had a t-shirt on in two days. I was near. I was nearly gonna be uh, rocking the dench for this podcast. <laughs> what a proper wife beater! And the rest. Sun's out. Fat arms out. Um, are you wanting to review your choices for the upcoming games then? Yes. If you if you if you reel them off, and. Uh... We'll react accordingly. Let's put it by, by review, is this? Are we allowing a change? Well, technically, I'll need to replace the bets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got money down here. First of I all, think we, I think you confirmed we were refunded for the last set, weren't we, Bob? We were indeed. The first of our games in the book is Nottingham Forest versus Uddersfield. Oh, well, well, now they've actually asked around with the fixtures, that is the second of the two matches. Okay, so Stoke versus Borough. Mm. <laughs> Stoke and Borough. What did Stoke do at the weekend? So I'd, I'd, I'd like to think that I went for an optimistic draw. Yeah, of the, of the three of us, apparently I'm the most op- optimistic. I was going to say, I've got a feeling that I probably thought that was going to be nil-nil. Draw, draw, and a, and a, and a score. Mr. Williams, 2-2. Two, two. Mr. Panas, 1-1. One, one. And uh, I believe Middlesbrough will be a 1-0. So, uh, any, th- any thoughts? I'm happy enough with one all. I'll stick. So, given given the fact that we've got a new manager, and that and, and therefore we'll probably be having a new approach of, of tact. Uh, I I would like to revise my pick if I may. I'm. I'm gonna just. I'm just gonna. I'm still gonna stick with the same result, but I'm gonna drop it to, yeah, 
double bagels. I reckon I just would literally want to get back to basics. Block of four at the back. Four in the midfield, if not like... Or maybe two in the midfield with three behind the main striker, but... Is he going to basically be play with the same starting eleven, Paul? Or, or is, this, is there a forgotten man that you can see coming back? There's there's a lot of there's a lot of talk of um, it being a bit of a return to uh, Pulis Ball Mark Two. So there's there's a lot of thought that it could be um, pretty much when Pulis was at uh, was at West Brom. He had a he had a bit of a knack for for playing four centre halves across the back four. Now, whilst I don't think uh, Colin is uh, quite that much of a pragmatist, I reckon uh, he, 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 I'd be very surprised if he doesn't if he doesn't stick with a flat back four. And I think if he sticks with a flat back four, he'll probably put Ryan shot on at right back. And I kind of hope he doesn't stick with George Friend at left back based on how George Friend performed at left back against Swansea. He was just getting absolutely torched every time he touched the ball. But would the other options be to put Coulson at left back and will he want to have a forward thinking full back in full back? I don't know. If he does, if he does go that way, I I, I can't see it anymore because I don't think Coulson's deadly. I don't think he's disciplined enough to play as a left back. He's okay playing as a left wing back, yeah, because he can get up and down. But I don't think he's I don't think he's disciplined enough to stick as a left back and only go to the halfway line and stop. Maybe encroach a little bit after that. He, he'll want to get forward too much. He's almost playing like a at the moment. He's almost playing like a left winger at times. So yeah, who played it? Who played in nets that weekend? Because did did Pezzy like lose his space just before lockdown? Yeah, so the last game before the lockdown, he, he brought in this new keeper, this Stojanovic. Oh, and so you won, you won with a clean sheet, right? Yeah, I think as well because it's because it's Warnock. I think he'll probably adopt the approach of stick with the experienced heads, don't really yeah. sort of like put that much, don't put that much faith in the youth to sort of get started with. So I that would that. I think he'll probably stick with the um, with the older keeper for that reason. How how are you doing on front front line? Is um, is your Man City man gone back or has the loan been extended to end of end of play? No, he's still there. He he started the game on uh, on Saturday against Swansea and was pretty terrible by all accounts. Didn't look good with asking him. No, so I imagine he'll he might want to stick with like a. Big man, little man up top. So he might, he might even go Gusted and Asombolonga. You never know. I suppose we'll just have to wait and see. You never, you never know. He, he might have, uh, he might have changed in his seventy-first year. Uh, did you see that on the internet about uh, now they've revived that that quote he said when he um, he'd been out of work a little bit after Sheffield United and then went to Palace and, and told told the world that this would definitely be his last job in football. How many clubs have you been at since? Uh, at least three. Right. 
Right. We're going to take a little break. Are we going to, are we going to pause it a very, a very short break to uh, to restart the old uh, the old meeting off again, and we'll find out whether James wants to keep his score the same, whether I'm keeping my score the same, and what we think that Forrest are going to do. So, two seconds, and we'll be right back. Sweet. Right, there we go. After a word from our sponsors. Word from our sponsors, who are Middlesbrough Football Club and Nottingham Forest. So, uh, we know what scores we had picked. Paul has opted for a change. Mr. Panas. I'm happy with my one-all. I'm just trying to think in what space I might have thought goal scorers. Now, I was probably dumb as fuck and said Rudy Gestead for Borough. Did I not? No, you've gone quite outside the box on this. Really? Ah. Have I gone... Savile? No. Has he gone quite outside the box? No, I wouldn't go for Coulson, I don't think. No, you picked Coulson. But but Mr. Panas has gone has gone well outside the box. Who's oh who's your cent, who's your who's your big centre back who scored that diving header OG? Ha! McCoody. Did I go in? You did. <laughs> is he is he still I playing for? Didn't start. Didn't start last week. Mm-hmm. Um, but on your basis of four centre backs could be coming out, but Do you know what? Do you know what? I'll go with him. He didn't start on Saturday, and then apparently after the game, he, he, he went off with the physio for like a private session. Uh, so I don't know if there's like I don't know if there's rumours that he's not a hundred percent fit. Right. Okay. Um, let Let me go. <laughs> Can I change that? You're just changing your goal scorer. Yeah, I got to Rudy. Learned, do you? I don't know who I would Such have picked for. for punishment. I don't know who I would have picked for Stoke. Um, uh, have I gone Lucas? Indeed. Well then. Yeah. I'm happy with that. Yeah. One one all's good. I'm happy. I'm happy to stick with mine. How cloudy and amazing this outlook. Um so that, so that brings us to the Nottingham Forest Huddersfield game. Uh somebody Somebody's had a lot of faith in this one. Did did I go four 0 last time? You absolutely did. Right. Um Paul What did what did Huddersfield do at the weekend? I want to say defeat, but in, there was. I was playing golf. I was playing golf at the time on Saturday, so I think there was an awful lot of teams that scored last-minute equalisers. One of yeah. which was Stoke. So Stoke scored a 92nd-minute equaliser on sat on the restart to get a one-all draw with Reading, and it was scored by Nick Powell. Holy shit! Arsenal are going to win. I know. I'm currently watching it as we speak. And Burnley beating Watford as well. 
They are indeed. Uh, were we Saturday on Championship? We were, weren't we? Saturday, Huddersfield lost 2 0 to Wigan. God, that must have been a game. Um, do you know what? I'm going to stick with 4 0. Okay. So ridiculous. So ridiculous. Lewis 2. Oh, I'm just, I'm just having to think what I would have gone for before. Did I go Lewis 2 last time? Lewis 1. You've got. There's no way I'm picking four goals about Lewis. You've got four individual <laughs> goal scorers for your right, four. If I can name them, I'm going to stick goal. with them then. Lewis. Absolutely. Joe. Joe. Really? I picked four goals and none of them was low. What was I thinking? What were you thinking, James? Um, right, okay. Um, One of these names, I'm like. Who's that? Was it Walker? No. <laughs> You're going to wish it was. Numbers how? Semedo. You love Semedo for a goal. Who doesn't? Uh, I'm guessing Amiobi would have been on the He's one already. of them. Yes. But that's not the out of the box one that you that you who have I picked? Jenkinson. <laughs> he was actually on the bench at the Because now now they've increased the bench you know. He's managed to make it to the bench now, has he? Oh well done. Only because we're allowed nine on the bench, I I guess. Uh I'm just trying to think who I would have, if, if Andy's not heard of him or I've not used him before. I've, I've heard of him. It's just not one I use. But it's not a common pick. What's a pick? Well, I would say that's not a common pick in Paul's eyes, but I picked Watson a fair bit at the start of the season. And you have picked Watson this time, so that's three of your four. But that's not the one that you That's still not the one. the kid who scored against Borough? Yates. You ate Yates. He doesn't. Has he picked him? Because Paul's picked him to score so you can't hate him that much. Paul's also picked a... Paul's also picked an outside the box one. Not Amiobi then. That's not outside the box though, is it? No, Panas picked Amiobi. You haven't. Oh! What, what's his name? Is it Ribeiro or something like that? Left back, Ribeiro. But I know, I think... Let me just let me just double check something. I think I know who... This must be, this must be comedy gold for anyone who's, who's listening or watching. Anybody who... Is, Come on. Anybody who's a listener who can remember what was picked right now will be screaming. <laughs> screaming. This, well, this, this is why we can't remember because we don't watch it. Because we're in it. Uh, incidentally, though, I'll plug you what do you call it. One of your ugly aunties. Why, how, how did that get like 110 views in like two days or something? 
Is that, that like grills on the internet or? Don't even get me started. <laughs> I think I might have worked it out. I. Oh, you're going to get it before me, aren't you? Is it Figueredo? Figueredo was uh, uh, Paul Williams' pick for the other goal scorer. <laughs> James P. E. Panas. Um, I can't even think where on the pitch his other pick would have come from. It, is, it, is he a winger, Andy? How is Andy going to know that? Y- yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a uh, he's a uh, he's a he's a left back winger goalie. Forward. I think I might have gone for. I'm just looking back through the place. Oh, oh, I know. I, I've got two. All this time, I thought it was going to be Dick Carby. Oh, is it? It is. Uh, I was just about to change my mind to John Bostock at the last second. Because uh, I was going to give you a clue, and I was like, oh, I'd definitely have a Coke with it. Why have you picked Diacarbi? You absolutely hate You think he's terrible. Uh, I will give you that question back about Yates. Yeah, but he, he, he somehow managed to shit out his way to scoring against the Borough every time he plays against them. So I've got, I've got Watson, Amiobi, Graben, and Dear Carby. Yes, those are your four goals. What the fuck was I thinking, Andrew? Mr. Williams has done Yates and Figueredo, and I'm, uh, I've I've gone vanilla with, uh, with uh, cash for a one niller. Yeah, I'm going to change two of mine if that's all right. Oh. Who should I let Scratch off my dear Carby. I'm I'm just going to get shit for this. I'm going to go for because I think he's going to play again. I'm going to go for Brennan Johnson getting a goal. Who the hell is that kid? Made his debut last week. Also, who was C Ivanildo? That's um, what Sky Sports called Thiago Silva. Ah, right, okay. I would also like to revise my choice. Oh, okay. Not, not, not fancy Ribeiro for a goal or whatever. <laughs> well, you know, he might, he might pop up from left back. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what was the score that I went for? Two 0 Can I up it by one? Now, this is more in hope rather than expectation. I oh, can't... please tell me you're saying Bryce Samba. I, do you know what? I'd love to. I'd, I'd love it if he scores before the end of the season. That would be brilliant. I'll tell you what, you know. I'll make you a deal. If he scores before the end of the season, I'll happily buy a Samba goalkeeper shirt to wear when I'm playing. 
brilliant. Um, yeah, I, I'm saying it more in hope than expectation. Because um, Huddersfield are a point above Borough, but with a worse goal difference. So I'm hoping that you can sort of pump them. Of course we will. If we do get a point, we'll jump above them anyway. Um, and then we'll be in a better position than they are. So, fuck them. Um, uh, do you know what? Stick me down for a grab and hat trick. Right. Done. What was the what was the game that really fucked you over last weekend? Uh, loads of them. Uh, Wigan Charlton Wigan beating Hull was fucking. Wigan beat Huddersfield. Charlton beat Hull. Luton were winning. Barnsley won. No, Luton were winning. Luton were losing. Oh, were they losing? Oh. Yeah. Because that was a good goal for Forrest in fact, Luton equaliser. Ah, I see. But yeah, it was kind of a, a, apart from the apart from Hull and Huddersfield, everyone else that was in the bottom four, in the bottom sort of six or seven, got some form of positive result. So, mm. some interesting games actually. I know that we're we're, we're focused around hours, but obviously, like Leeds losing, West Brom drawing. I'm not happy that Forest blew it at the end. If we'd have got a win, that'd have been a fantastic round for us. Because even though Brentford just above us won, they obviously like took points off Hull. It was like bunched it up a bit there. So the Leeds have lost and kind of it's gone their way. What's he doing now? I'm trying to work out what the games were because I didn't even I didn't even realise that Brentford won that game. Brentford beat Fulham. It was the early game. That's probably why. But it was two late goals. Well, yeah, but what what else was the early game? Was there a Premier game that I wasn't watching? No, Middlesbrough versus Swansea, you give Well, it's because it wasn't on Sky, man. I know, terrible. Yeah. Oh, that, 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 that fella got a hat-trick for Derby, didn't he? Yeah, I didn't know about that. Never heard of him. No doubt you'll absolutely despise him, so... Uh, do you know what? I don't really care about Derby because they're not a contender. Well, there you go. Wow. Um, are, are you sticking with your original pick, then, Andy, or are you changing up? I'm happy with everything that I've got there. It's all fairly, fairly low, and you know, I picked some classics for scorers, so I'm happy. Right. Well, give us two minutes and we'll put the bets on. So I've gone for So, So we're doing this. I mean, I know I'm going to break the magic of the internet now, but we're doing this on a Thursday. Will we be coming back? When will we be coming back for the next one? Because I, I, I noticed that the Borough play Thursday again next week. It's the early kickoff, isn't it? Well, we, our next game should be Hull. It's Hull. On Sky at 5 o'clock next Thursday. Sounds like a special sure. guest star to me. I think we might have to get a special guest involved. However, I don't, think he can, I don't think he's going to be that happy about it because uh, I think he's just sort of like football just died. So. Uh, wow. 
So we're looking at Is maybe just on a Wednesday then? Or maybe a Tuesday, possibly. We'll see what we'll see if we can sneak it in, but we, we should be able to get it in. We, well, I'm, I'm hoping we'll be able to get it in before the actual game. So, um, Andy, my my picks: nil mm. nil Stoke Borough and three nil Forest will net me a hundred and fifty six pounds fifty. One five six fifty. Cool. Just looking at fixtures: Forest play at six o'clock on Wednesday and. Borough by 5 o'clock on Thursday, so Tuesday. So, so we need to do it Tuesday, basically. Ideally. The only game to watch on Tuesday is Brighton, Man United at quarter past 8, so... That's fine, then. Right, what did you go for in the Stoke Borough game, James? 1-8? Stoke Borough, 1-8. 1-8. So James' double is 305-1. to one. You see, Brentford have obviously done Fulham at the end of the last game, and their reward is West Brom in the next game. That's tough, isn't it? So the top four, are the top four playing each other? Because Leeds have got Brentford, West Brom, and Fulham Leeds. Fulham Leeds. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, Andy, what had you gone for in the Forest Huddersfield game? One nil. To Forest and Stoke Borough, uh, one nil to Borough. So you're the, you're definitely the much more conservative in the bunch because your your doubles only going to pay fifty four pounds twenty. Wow. Pounds. Um, You've actually already got a better goal difference than um, Huddersfield, Bob. Yeah, I did see that, um, but you know, every little helps and stuff. Yeah. Especially when it's especially when it's so tight down there. I mean, like looking at the lead, you'd say that what anyone up to Wigan, anyone up to Birmingham, you could argue, could still get sucked into it. Well, since Reading on Wednesday are only one one point above Birmingham, yeah. And, and, and maybe really, QPR safe because they've got to fifty points. But you'd say that Reading downwards, a couple if they lose the next couple of games and the results go the wrong way, they're, they're, they're like they're straight in. Well, QPR are only one one point in front of Reading and one point in front of Wednesday with a lesser goal difference. So, so you'd really say that probably Derby's the cutoff point. Yeah, no, but with. They say 50 points, though. They say 50 points is pretty much the magic number. In the same way, they think 40 points is the magic number in the Premier League. Oh, I'll tell you what. When was the last time someone... When was the last time someone um, went down with 39? It must be... I think it's, since, like, since, like, the top clubs have been taking a ridiculous amount of points, I think the 40-point cut-off is, is more like about 37, 38 these days, isn't it? Probably, yeah, I suppose. Because um, he went down last season. Fulham, Cardiff. Fulham, Cardiff, and. Huddersfield. Fucking hell, Huddersfield in Premier League last year. 
Seventy by any chance? There's, there's, let's be honest. There's no way in Origin not getting relegated. And we've also got goal scorer bets that are still active, technically. Yeah. I wanted to talk. However, about um, who picked Sergio Aguero to be the top scorer in the uh, Premier League? Is I it Andy? So he's had he's had knee surgery or ankle surgery or something. Like that. So I don't think he's going to be scoring any more goals this season. Yeah, 
Um, and I hate to break it to you, Andy, but I don't think British Ombolong has got double figures. So, I don't think you're winning that one, Chief. No. However, you have picked... Uh, so, someone has picked Alabama Yang and Graben as the respective top goal scorers. Again, outside probably not going to happen with Graben. Uh, Graben might get it, but I think Mitrovic is about ten ahead of him. Awesome I think I saw it because someone said it, it's weird because West Brom and Leeds are like smashed to the division but don't have a, a high scoring individual but Fulham, Brentford and Forest who are stacking up behind them have the three top scorers in the division I think but I didn't catch who the Brentford one was presumably Watkins You'd imagine so well, haven't they got somebody else? Not Ben Rama Ben Rama, yeah I don't think he's got enough to be at I don't the think it's him, though. Maybe it is Watkins. Um, either way, well, I, think I mean, you two, you two have absolutely been blown out of the water by my pick for uh, oh. Championship Stop Smoke. Zahor! Kenneth Zahor! Right, seriously. Hey, without without looking, he was, right, I'll set the line of five and a half goals over or under for the season for Kenneth Zahor. Five and a half. Under. Yeah, what do you reckon? Over or under? Under. Andy, what do you reckon? Do you reckon he scored more or less than five and a half goals this season? See, I reckon you've set, I've set, you, I reckon you've set the line bang on. Obviously, it can't be five and a half, but I reckon it's five or six. I was going to say, I reckon it's six. Okay, so in his 15 championship games... Oh, it's not, it's not even going to be five. He scored three goals. Yeah, I thought he would have played more than 15. So I'm really happy that I picked him. Absolutely atrocious. Eight million quid. So am I on for of So am I on for the Am I on for the golden boots between even though I might not get the highest one, I've got I'm I'm leading out. Well obviously it's it's, it's a case of in our little predictions game, you obviously add yeah. the two the two goal scores together, don't you? Mm-hmm. And it's whoever's got the highest number overall of the two slaves picked. So I'm, I'm so feeling, I reckon at this point I'm, I'm feeling good with Graben and Abamian. Yeah, how many Abamian got? Like fourteen. Uh, prior to lockdown, I think he was he was he was around like the Rashford level of a few behind Vardy, wasn't he? Yeah. So something like that. So I think you've pretty much got that sewed up, unless. In his last, in these last eight games, Asamoah Longa gets an absolute like second wind and just scores eighteen goals or something between now and the end of the season. You don't think Kenneth scored it in his last game? To be fair, if he does, I'll, I'll be having an erection section. So. <laughs> See, you you all laughed at me with the grabbing shout at the start of the year. Sixteen goals by end of the season. No, I don't, I don't think we did. I think you did, but annoyingly. If, I, I mean, I picked Grab because he's, he's my <coughs> If I've not picked Grab, I think, I, think, 
If I'm not mistaken, I absolutely would have been on He was clearly going to be the top goal scorer. Well, I think my exact words were, all he does is score goals. He doesn't seem to do anything else for the team. He just scores. Who, Lewis? Yeah. Yeah. Because he's... The way he plays, he's super fucking isolated up top all the time. Well... I tell you what though, did you see all his goals at weekend? I haven't seen I only saw it. I've, uh, the only reason I saw the Borough goals was because they were showing him on Sky Sports News. Uh, the, the only reason I watched it is because uh, Thor Cash on, on Insta and he was bigging his, his assist up. It's, it's, it's like a 50 yard pass into Lolly's like run and Lolly's just got one one touch past the defender and then just finished it it's good nice but it's just it's a, it's a long ball from right back to right wing cut inside and it's it on your left but all works doesn't it no go in the back of the net instantly is anyone else enjoying the uh, coming out of lockdown hairdos? There's, there's, there's some crackers knocking around as well. But the thing is that I'm sure they've got access to people who can cut their hair, but it's like they're all keeping it long to prove I have been isolated. I've definitely not been anywhere near anyone who cut their hair. Like, yeah, yeah but like, did you see last night? Roy Hodgson's hair. Roy Hodgson's got loads of hair. Loads of it. But for every for every person who's like who's who's not done anything with it, you see someone who's got like Adam Clayton had like a perfectly shaved side, and then just like massively long and swept back on top. It's like what the fuck? Did you see all those pictures of Ashley Young with hair? And they were like, all these years we thought he was just bald, but, but he just like he had because he, 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 he was like a shiny skinhead. Don't make that that was all off. They're like he's done it out of choice. Because he's got proper hair. Well, yeah. And obviously, the other one which we knew was that the best thing about them is the uh, what do you call it? The the, the rebirth of uh, Andros Townsend's for, uh, hairline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got a proper afro going on. He's got massive hair. Unbelievable. Yeah. Did you see the pictures of uh, Bobby Firmino with that uh, long hair as well? He, uh, that's funny. Because he's normally got like no. a proper, like tight, high fade cut. I don't. I haven't seen that, but have you seen the ones? Have you seen the pictures of where they've sort of doctored Mane's hairline, and they've sort of put this is what he'd look like if he had a regular person's hairline, and he's got like he's just got like a full head of hair as opposed yeah. to something like there, and he's just having any, and he's just having like a six head. What was the other one that everyone's been taking a piss out of? I tell you what, Mane, his hairline is good compared to Abamian. Abamian's hairline. That's on top of his head. It's on top of his head. I can't think of any other good cuts. Or lack of cuts in lockdown, though. Messi's come back just in Italian, I think. Everyone's been saying. Because he's shaved the beard off and just got long hair again. Has he not got a beard? I think the beard was gone for uh, Barca's game a couple of weeks ago, or whenever they came back. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo is uh, rocking the, the top knot these days, isn't he, as well? Of course, yeah. I don't really get that. <laughs> Come on, Cristiano. 
I can't think of any other ones. What is it? Jordan Anderson rocked up with a full onside party last night. Like, you know, like proper, like, 50s-style haircut. <laughs> that is amazing, that one. Clap beauty. He's just the, it's the shape he's got in it as well, where it just like... It's full-blown Wolverine! Have you got the comparison shot for Andy, though? Of what, you know, he's... he's um, the Newcastle character. I am trying to find it, because someone, someone had put out like a, a tweet or something that was like, the um, the biggest sort of comeback from the, uh, from the coronavirus was Andros Townsend's hairline. Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the one in the Newcastle strip, isn't it, where he's like got a proper receiving hairline and then he just comes back looking like... That's the one. <laughs> it's incredible. I can't the, think of any other ones. He must have I had some I, sort of work done there, because that's... Yeah, yeah. I think I seen. Uh, I think I seen some lockdown videos of Kante with hair, which is weird. Can't really remember anyone else. But I tell you what, I don't know if you've been watching any Spanish football. Sergio Ramos looking particularly grisly post lockdown. Yeah, but he just—he just looks like a bit of a tool anyway, doesn't he? So. Do you know what? I think he's a fantastic player, Sergio Ramos. You you seem to have some sort of warped like sense of everything that's normal. Because I don't like Kane. You don't like Kane? You you like Liverpool? You want Man United to do well? <laughs> yeah. You dislike Man City? Yeah. You're really weird. Thanks. You're really weird. And I think because of that, James, I think we should uh, bring this to an end. I was going to say, is there anything you want to... Uh, is there anything you want to cover before we wrap up? Well, because we've got a ten-minute one and also the football time. A ten-minute one and that was five minutes ago. Yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. I, I've got nothing else. We've covered, we've, covered the, uh, we've covered the restart. We've covered the fact that Borough have just shat the bed and thought, oh, we need to do something. I've got a question, which Paul might be able oh, to answer. Go and ask my dad this. I've not heard. What, what's what's the what's the plan for the European campaigns? As in the Champions League and the Europa League? Yeah. So I've not heard anything. The Champions League has been there's some sort of agreement that it's gonna it's gonna take place in one location. Oh, do you know? I, I heard like, that weeks and weeks and weeks ago, right at the start, that that might be summer. Yeah, so apparently the, the, it's looking like it's going to end up in Lisbon. I think was the uh, was the sort of agreed thing, but I don't know if it'll be a case of they'll play out the rest of the games as as much they can, and then they'll get to like, like the last four. Yeah. So what was it? Because it was last sixteen. Was it last sixteen? We were at the moment. Last eight in Europa and last sixteen in Champions. I think. Yeah. Europe is always a bit faster. First. Because was it the first four ties that had already been settled? Because you had 
Liverpool were out. Liverpool were out. Spurs were out. Well, in fact, Liverpool played before lockdown got announced, didn't it? Chelsea, or, Chelsea or and City were still due to play. Were. Yeah, because they were all yeah. saying that like if it had come one day earlier, Liverpool would still be in it, and because they had a they had a shocking night, didn't they? So shame. Yeah. Alright, okay. Uh, no, I heard that initially, so that's yeah. that makes sense. Well, it's lovely to have the football back. It's lovely to have you two gentlemen back. I'm sure as time goes on, we'll see various different changes to the uh, to the sport itself. Um, but, obviously, we can cover that going forward. Thank you both for joining me, taking the time out. I'll, uh, I'll let you both go and enjoy the football that is uh, taking place right now. Yeah, in, in, in approximately 95 minutes, Liverpool could be champions. Correct. And on that sour note, we'll leave it there. <laughs> Thank you very much, gentlemen. So there we go. What do you think to that? We're back. Just like the football, we're back. Yeah. YouTube watchers, do subscribe. Please, please, please do subscribe. It'd be super cool. Uh, and if you could uh, tell someone else to do the same, that would also be super cool. So, yeah, that's cool. Everybody jump over to thecookiecast.com. Check us out over there. And uh, you can send us some love, social media, email. We accept all kinds of love. So, there we go. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye. And I'll see you then. Bye.